So, since our last broadcast, I'd done some thinking about the map I mentioned a while back. You know, the one I found in the secret fucking compartment. Something's been bugging me. What were those symbols on it all about? Bears, snakes, owls, the whole thing. It's been gnawing at me. They obviously weren't there for decoration. I mean, they have to have some sort of specific meaning. So, I decided to do something stupid. And I went to investigate. Yes, yes, before you all start to get on my ass, I am well aware that's a stupid move. But if I'm going to figure out what this place is really about... And more and more lately, I'm coming to the conclusion that this is part of something bigger than I originally thought. I'm going to need all the possible information I can get. Now, pop quiz. When it comes to story and fables, who's the wisest of all animals? If you said owl, that would be correct. All seeing and above us, and from all the stories I remember, the least likely to kill you. Which, in this situation, is kind of a nice change of pace. So, Owl Symbol was the first place to go to. That being said, four days ago when the sun started to rise, I took the map, grabbed my pack, and went on a day trip. The nearest Owl Symbol appeared to be, or at least according to how I read the map, less than a mile away from me. (laughs) In reality, it was about two to three miles away. Which means that the map of the surrounding area has a far, far wider range than I originally believed. The trip itself was actually no problem. No revs, nice weather. Hell, under normal pre-event conditions, it would have been a damn nice hike. It's becoming that time of year where it's cold, but not freezing cold. Enough of a nip to keep you alert, but not enough to keep you uncomfortable with your coat on. There is something magical about the trees right now. The change in colors at the time was just at the point where every color was vibrant. Shocking, even. There are also wide swaths of pine trees in the area as well, so with the pine needles on the ground, it definitely helped mask the sound of my footsteps. I'm also going to go out on a bit of a limb here, and uh, given the distance I traveled from the nearest city to these woods, and then the amount of time I stumbled through till I found this place, I'm going to say that I am way further out in the wilderness than I ever expected. Which explains the wildlife. Guys, squirrels, chipmunks, which used to be considered annoying fucking rodents, and now? Well, now I, I just stood there for at least 20 minutes staring at one squirrel. You gotta remember that the revs eat everything. People, cats, dogs, and after those disappeared, wildlife. Then I saw the most amazing thing. It was a turtle. Yeah, a turtle walking right past my foot. No fear. Just walking with absolutely no fear. I'm going to say he's a little late getting ready for winter, but still, there it was. Just the slow and steady equivalent of a reptile unicorn. I couldn't move. He was the most beautiful fucking thing I've seen in years. Now, from what I was told by the few survivors I had met after the event, the Ravs were eating everything, and one particular old-timer had told me turtles were going to be hit hard. I do remember something his wife told me, though. She, She claimed to be a Native American, the Lakota tribe to be precise, and that 
that the turtle for her people represent life, longevity, and fortitude. And once the last of these totems were gone, we weren't far behind. So, for a minute there, seeing the turtle just carry on, slow and steady, it felt good. As for our owl mystery, it took me a little under two hours to really arrive in the general area shown on the map, which was just a bunch of trees. Bit of a letdown if I'm going to be honest, I was hoping for something tad more dramatic. Now, I'm not saying that I wandered in circles for a couple hours, doubling back, marking my position on trees so I didn't get lost, and then almost getting completely lost. But I will say that I did get pissed and threw some random shit around like a madman. But when I did that, I was rewarded with a metallic bang. A rock had hit something, and it hit something pretty damn big. So I ran to the general area of the sound, and there it was. A bush. A bush in the middle of a clearing. One lone bush. Which, in and of itself, is, isn't that weird? But considering that the bush had multiple wires coming out of it and going into the ground, yeah, that, uh, that definitely uh, added to the weirdness. Turns out the bush was a bit of a decoy. It surrounds what appears to be a generator of some sort, which it was, of course, locked. I am going to have to say the question of those keys I found in the secret compartment has uh, officially been explained, but we'll get there one of these days. Now, here's where things started getting really weird. None of this is making any sense. None of it. It's the end of the goddamn world. I'm surrounded by flesh-eating monsters created by a virus, and here I am in the middle of the woods staring at a bush that is hiding a generator I found on a map with animal symbols on it. A map, mind you, that was hidden in a secret compartment in the wall of what is obviously a secret government broadcasting outpost, and here I am being a shit Sherlock Holmes. Then it hit me. Fucking owls. So I looked up in the nearest tree. And there it was, a camera, complete with its red blinking light. Holy shit. I started to find them left and right. I counted 22 of them, but I also counted a total of 38 wires coming out of the generator. The more I found and the more the path I followed made me realize something. I was walking in a spiral further and further out from the point of origin in equal measure. So here I am, and I have the map out in front of me, and I'm starting to see a pattern. If I draw the spiral around each owl, each turn in equal measure, the owls are no longer randomly placed. They make a full perimeter around the bear and snake symbols, each one connecting at one point but never overlapping. It's, you know what's weird is I can't help thinking of a poem my ex-girlfriend read to me one time. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart, the center cannot hold. When it comes to the snake symbols, I put the same spiral pattern around them as well, and they fell under the same logarithmic pattern, each connected at one point but never overlapping, 
creating a full perimeter around the bear symbols. Then there's that damn poem. Surely, some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming. With the other symbols removed, it's clear, to me anyway, that the bears create a pentagon shape. Alright, listen. It's impossible for this to be random or unintentional, at the very least. But at the center, what I originally saw is just a tiny smudge. I used the bottom of one of the drinking glasses as like a makeshift magnifying glass, and I saw it. It's the Omega symbol. The symbol for the end. And for me, the very end of that poem strikes home right now. The darkness drops again. But now I know that 20 centuries of stony sleep were vexed a nightmare by a rocking cradle. And what rough beast, its hour come round at last, slouches toward Bethlehem to be born. Episode 6, A Walk in the Park, was written and performed by Joel Mingle. Today's music was composed by Raphael Crux. You can find this track and more of his music at freepd.com. The Edge of the World broadcast is a bi-weekly podcast, and like all podcasts, we need you to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps the exposure of the show. Thoughts? Comments? Complaints? Please feel free to contact us at edgeoftheworldcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at edgeworldcast. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, stay safe.